Have you ever wanted someone to walk alongside you as you do the thing? You know, the thing that makes your heart come alive and leaves our world more like Jesus than we found it. I know, and that's why I'm here. My name is Rebecca Dotson-George. I'm a speaker, writer, career coach, and just all around excited to be in your earbuds for the next few minutes. I'm a girl wildly passionate about cheering you on as you make God known in and through your creative mission. Here's the thing though, I know sometimes you can get discouraged. I'm not good enough. I don't know where to start. I can't do as good of a job as she's doing. These are all lies that we sometimes believe and I'm here to help you debunk those lies that are ruling your mind about your mission and replace them with truth from God's word. So. Buckle up, because I'll gather up my favorite seasoned and rising leaders in their fields to share inspirational stories, strategic advice, and hard-won wisdom. Welcome to the Do The Thing Movement Podcast. Do you ever get to the end of a podcast and just think, man, I am not done with that conversation. Girl, me too. And I love hearing from you about how not only the show is encouraging you, but also what God is stirring up in you as a result. And I just really wanted the opportunity to connect one-on-one with more of you. And that's why I've created a Patreon community. Patreon is an online platform that hosts bonus content and provides creators a way to hang out with their audience in a more intimate way. So here's how I'm going to use it. There are three tiers. First is the bestie tier, which will include access to the platform and extra conversations with all our guests that only Patreon besties will get to hear. These questions will not be shared here on your podcast platform. Then there's the VIP party tier. This includes the bestie tier and you get invited to a VIP party once a month on Zoom where we get to hang out, get to know one another better and maybe do some coaching in a group session from time to time. And then finally, there is the calling coach tier. In this tier, you'll be able to access the previous tiers plus have a 30 minute coaching call per month with me to talk about anything podcast, ministry or career related. How fun does this sound? So come on over to Patreon by downloading the app or visiting patreon.com and search Do The Thing Movement. I can't wait to meet you inside the community. Hey friends, I'm so happy to be with you today for another episode. We have a new friend, Amy DeBrick, on today to talk about the message of her new book, Embolden. I loved my chat with Amy. I think you're going to love it too. We had a wonderful conversation over on our Patreon page. So if you're subscribed, make sure you go listen to our bonus episode over there. And if you're not, what you doing? Come on over and join us. And I just hope you enjoy this conversation and it encourages you as much as it did me. So help me welcome my new friend, Amy DeBrick to the show. Amy, I am so excited to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to talk to you today. I know it's going to be fun. I always love getting to have these conversations like right before something comes out because like the excitement is just so high and I we were talking before we hit record just about um, the time that we're recording this it's the week before your launch which probably feels so nuts to you and I, it's just fun to talk to authors about like I mean you even use the term book baby right like this has probably been on your heart for years before you actually held this beautiful book in your hands. And so I'd love for you to just share a little bit to start us off about just your heart for this project in Bolden. Right. Well, I think 
it really kind of, it seems like it was an accidental occurrence at the time until we started really diving deep in it. I wrote this with, I co-wrote this with my oldest daughter who's in her twenties. Um, she's graduating um, her undergrad in the, in next month. But at the time she was a sophomore in, in college and she just had, she attends a Christian school and she had a lot of struggles her first two years, um, connecting with the right people, living out her faith. Um, very common, I think, struggles that women have at that age, especially when you've left home and you're in a new environment, surrounded by brand new people and all of that. And so um, when she when she and I were first having conversations around this, it was interesting because I, I immediately could go back and remember when I was in school and gone to college and, and felt those same insecurities and same, you know, just fears and, and you, and you were um, unsure about where to stand and, and when not to make a stand and all of that kind of stuff. And so our conversation really just, I felt like God really had laid it on my heart that, you know, I need to really create, I had another book project actually at that same time that has just been on hold because this just really felt like it needed to be done right now. And it was just a resource for, for young women to really kind of help them um, get past their insecurities, but also let them know that they're not alone. And then they can um, have the tools for better relationships and stronger faith and, and everything that you, they want to have and not just feel like they're defeated and they just let go of it. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the book, the journal, it's called embolden, which is this really beautiful word that I don't think we use enough. And because I've like grown to love it so much, I just want to hear how would you sort of define this word? And then you know, as you're walking into this launch, what's your hope for creating conversations around this topic? Well, you know, we put the definition actually right on there because we, as the subtitle, because that's really what we wanted is to give courage and confidence to act or behave in a certain way. And I think, like I said, it really is relevant for any woman at any age. I mean, I can pick this up now. And as we were going through it, and this is such a God thing, is, you know, I, we're doing it for Blair and, and her age group. And I'm, I'm learning as I'm going like, okay, I really need to work on, on this piece because I think the topics that we picked are just, um, they're lifelong, they're lifelong struggles that we need to readdress and go back to. And so I really think the hope for us is more of any woman who's reading it just finds that she knows that, um, that she can do something to live the life God has waiting for her. You know, she, she can take part in that by addressing some of these things, by doing some of these practical steps that we offer. Um, so that's really what the hope was, is that they felt like, you know, they can use it and it's actually going to be a, a helpful resource for them to live the way they, they really want to live. Yeah, that's awesome. So there's this idea, and I, I love this in the conversation of mentorship or just relationships like this. And you talk about this, um, this idea of you want to meet them where they are, but not leave them there. Talk about that for a minute. That was kind of a really important aspect, I think, for me, um, maybe just because it was a mother-daughter relationship when we co-wrote this. Mm-hmm. But I think I see a lot of times, and I mean, I have fallen short in this 
before, you know, you see somebody younger who is struggling. They could have been struggling with the same thing you were at that time in their life. But, you know, um, a lot of times we, we look down as opposed to reaching back and really pulling them and helping them out. And so I, I wanted to make sure that, you know, we do meet them where they are, wherever that struggle is or wherever they're, they're, you know, hung up at that moment, but we actually are putting some action behind our words. You know, we're listening, but we're also engaging. Um, And so that was kind of, it was more of an intentional decision to, like I said, reach back for that woman and really help her. Maybe we need to be calling her more often, having more honest conversations about, I had the same struggle. You know, it's very hard, especially as a parent to want to tell your kids your, your shortcomings at, at those ages and stages. But sometimes I think it's important depending on what it is and how it could help them think, okay, well, I'm not alone in this. She told, she understands and there's no shame in that. Like I can, I can, you know, use God's words and um, her guidance to really help me overcome and, and be confident in what I'm doing. Yeah, that's good. And I can think of friendships that I have um, where that was the posture of, mm-hmm. of our relationship. I have one friend in particular that walked with me really closely in my years of singleness leading up to when I got married and um, she did a few things. She let me kind of behind the curtain on marriage and motherhood in a way that very few of my other friends did. Um, she didn't paint like a fairy tale facade of what marriage was or what parenting was. And um, it wasn't the highlight reel that I saw on social media. She would let me behind the curtain of like, Hey, here's how God's meeting us through, you know, an argument I had with my husband last night, or my kids were complete and total terrors yesterday, but here's how I reconciled it when I, when I lost it with them, you know? And so she would just invite me into these places um, and allow me to walk with her while also counseling me through what was a really hard season for her. She didn't get married until she was, I think like 28 or 29. And, um, and I was, I was almost 27 when I got married. So there was this almost like camaraderie around, like, I understand what it feels like to be in a bunch of weddings and it feel like it's never your turn. You know, like I, it, she was a safe place I could go, but she would also encourage me, like, don't miss what God has for you in this season, you know? And, and so she just, she's just somebody that I look back on and I think like, man, I'm so grateful for her. Um, her place in my life, but also like, I want to be that, that friend to other women now that I'm on the other side and God's given me opportunity for that, even in the last six months or so with a couple girls in my life. And so it's just this like beautiful cycle when like God gives us people that, that reach, like you're saying, reach behind, you know, themselves and, and pull us along. But then there's that obligation and that peace in us too, of like, God's going to give us those opportunities as well to do that in the lives of women around us, whether it's our daughter or somebody that we're walking alongside. So I just love this conversation so much. And, um, you know, just for somebody listening today and they're like, okay, I love this, but like, what's one thing that 
a woman can do, you know, as they leave this conversation today to embolden herself or someone else, maybe there's another woman in their life, like what we're describing around them? Well, I think um, there's two, two ways to approach that. One is we don't want, if somebody's new to their faith, we wanted this journal actually to be really helpful to anyone picking it up. So you could be that, you could be the Blair, that's my daughter who has, you know, has had faith in her life consistently and has a strong faith. Or you could be that person who's never known any faith, doesn't have anywhere to grasp. And so we want to make sure it's touching that person as well. Mm. So I, I think for us, it was more of the advice of if it's spiritual, that it, it strengthens your faith because you know your godly worth. And so for, for, for that part of it, I would say, know your worth in God first. And, you know, if it's more of a practical step, I would say to that, to the other person, identify what's holding you back. What, what is so fearful in your life that is causing you to not seek out your faith, not seek out healthy relationships, not take that next leap of maybe it's moving or getting a changing your careers or changing your major. I mean, depending on what, what stage and age they're at. So mm-hmm. I think the next step really is individual to the person who's taking it. But I think those two things in general could be used for anyone either, you know, knowing your godly worth first and for the person who doesn't, what, what is your fear that, that you're constantly is a stumbling block for you? What are you afraid of? And, and really addressing that. Yeah, that's really good. Okay. So one of the things that we do in our community that I always look forward to and I love is we ask our patrons in our Patreon community to turn in questions that they have for our guests. And that's always really fun to get to hear from people in our community and what they want to know from guests that we get to have conversations with. And so we had a question turned in from our patron Janelle and Janelle asks, this is going to be a really fun one because we're both like really creative people and we do this type of work. So you're going to love this. She asks, if you were sitting across from a woman who really wants to do what God has called her to do, let's say start a podcast, a blog, et cetera, but she gets overwhelmed and has a hard time getting past the voices in her head that she won't be able to do this because she doesn't have anything to say that hasn't already been said. So this idea of like, there's nothing new under the sun. How would you encourage Janelle to overcome those thoughts? Well, I think that Janelle, I'm glad she asked that because I think so many times we either feel disqualified right out of the gate, or we just disqualify ourselves right out of the gate. And so I think first find godly counsel, um, pray about it, make sure that you know, is this something that is the right time for you to be doing? I mean, God does lay different things on our hearts at different times. And so I would say, you know, seek out some godly counsel. And then if it is, take one small brave step. You know, so many times we're looking for the finish line, but it's just that one action, you know, and maybe that one action is to, you know, um, buy the microphone or, Or, or spend a day Googling what podcasting is all about or whatever the case may be. Um, but first and foremost, I always say, try to avoid the lies of disqualifying yourself. 
because it is so easy. And that is so much Satan's work of just, you can't do it. You're not enough. Somebody's doing it better than you. And um, I think the best way to do that for me personally is always to have that person like we talked about. Yeah. You know, I, I love the verse iron sharpens iron because that's yeah. so true. And, um, and then pray about it, but yeah. removing those lies is huge, isn't it? It really is. And I mean, man, you and I have sat, I'm, I don't know why she speaks is on my mind, I guess, because we talked about it kind of before we hit record, but you and I have both been to conferences where we've sat in a room with, 800 other women who have really big dreams. And I remember the first time I did that, I felt so disqualified. Mm -hmm. And I really had to overcome a lot of those thoughts of like, am I doing anything that all these other women in this room are already doing, you know, and, and I think what's so unique about each one of us is we have our own set of life experiences that God's given us. We have our own, um, circle of influence that we are going to be able to touch. Like, like Amy, you and I have, I mean, pretty similar hearts in the way that we love to walk alongside and serve women. Um, but you're going to serve a subset of women that I am never, never going to have a voice to right. And vice versa. And, um, And I just, I hate when we let those lies of the enemy come in the way of that, because that is exactly, that's exactly what it is and how creative of the enemy to think like, well, if I can just make her think that she can't do it, I won't have to destroy the work of her hands. If I can just distract her from like doing it in the first place, you know? And so I think that's really powerful what you're saying there. That's so good. So what we're going to do now is hop on over to our Patreon community. So for those who have already subscribed over there, we will have an extra conversation with Amy over there to get to know her a little better. These are always super fun. So join us over there if you haven't already. But for this part of the conversation, Amy, I want to give you the opportunity to tell people where can they connect with you? Where can they grab the book? All of those things. Sure. So you can connect with me at amydepperk.com. It's a long, daunting last name, but I'm sure... I'm sure Rebecca's going to help you out with yes any links associated with that. But really, you can get, I have a course on there. We have um, a lot of stuff and Life on Purpose. That's the website. And the book is there. We have um, Emboldened Merchandise. We have Life on Purpose Merchandise. And so there's lots of goodies over there. We also have a free resource page for subscribers where they can access any um, tools or resources that they need for confidence and courage. Um, and the book is really, you know, the book is available where all books are sold um, right now, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Books a Million. Um, they even it's in actually quite a few stores, even in the UK. So you can pre-order is still going on now. But um, I would love to have anybody hop over or if you have any questions, um, reach out. Awesome. Good deal. Well, Amy, I'm so grateful for you and for this message. And I just want to thank you again for being my guest today. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I am so thrilled to have you be a part of this community. I wanted to remind you of a couple of things. Number one, did you know that when people rate and review podcasts on Apple Podcasts, it actually helps more people come across the show? And when that happens, the messages we're sharing get spread even further and we get to encourage more people. I can't think of anything more fun than that. So it would mean the world to me 
if you would do something that would take just two minutes of your time. Hop on over to Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and a written review. Tell me all about how the show is encouraging you and invite others to listen in. It truly means the world to this girl on the other side of the mic. And then number two, if you're loving the show and want even more content from Do The Thing Movement, hop on over to our Patreon page on your desktop or mobile device to listen to after the show bonus interviews, attend live Zoom parties, and receive extra coaching. Simply download the Patreon app or do it on your desktop device and search Do The Thing Movement. I would love to see you over there in that community. Thanks again for listening, and I can't wait to be back with you next episode. Same time, same place. Bye, friends.